So we finally made our way down to the mansion to speak to the man himself, Alma Fillmore. Let me tell you, this mystery just gets deeper and deeper. Turns out that they uncovered the statue of some old spider woman. It's kind of a half-elf goddess demon thing. Anyways, uh, when they uncovered that, that's when all this shit started, apparently. So, it's gonna be up to us to go down there and check it out ourselves. Um, but before that, we were gonna go and, uh, get a night's rest. And that's when we ran into what appears to be another Igmet. So, we'll see how that goes. When we last left our heroes, they had discovered Kellen Winslow is not dead and could possibly be a source of information. But for right now, he is unconscious in a jail cell next to Ingrid Fillmore herself. Our boys had went and interviewed Elmer and found out that, well, he's not really a great guy, as was probably anticipated. And then they went back to the crossing house, where Falk was going to go and have a bath, but found an orc trying to abscond. Will they be able to stop said absconding orc? I mean, probably. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> TPK by the naked orc guy. <laughs> no, he's wearing clothes. He has on, um, he has on jeans and stuff. Uh, he's not in the in the animal skins and whatnot that you guys found the rock guts were wearing. Oh, I thought he was about to take a bath, so <laughs> I figured he was naked. No, no, he's crawling <laughs> he's crawling out the window currently, um, with his with his pants on. You know, we need to get when you said will they get blah blah blah, you've made me think we need to get an intro by Calvin Ridley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Will our boys get out in time? I mean probably not. <laughs> is that what Calvin Ridley sounds like? I don't remember. I just pulled that name out of my notes. I can't even remember if that was the guy's name. That was the guy that gave you guys the uh, the magic the items. Magic items. He's, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's it's definitely he's the wrong guy. I was, thinking of, <laughs> I was thinking of your. What was it? FDR? Not FDR. Yeah. FDR? What? <laughs> Elmer <laughs> Fillmore? <laughs> no, the guy back. <laughs> <laughs> the Emporium. Yeah, oh, buddy. Minister Kane. Minister, Minister Kane, Kane that's you. who it was. Yeah. That's JFK. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was QVC. That's who it was. QVC. <laughs> oh, my God. Let me just uh, right. combine a bunch of letters together, and maybe I'll eventually. <laughs> All right, so are we back in this? Um, yeah, the, yeah. Okay. So you okay. you are standing in the doorway, and you see the uh, you see the bottom half of this orcish man. His uh, 
He doesn't have any shoes on, so you can see his green mottled skin of his feet as he's kind of sliding out the door. Or uh, not out the door, out the window. Alright, so um, I'm going to cast a suggestion and say, uh, stop right there. Do I roll against that? What do I do? You suggest a course of activity limit- limited to a sentence or two and can magically influence a creature you can see within range um, that can hear and understand you. Uh, you can't make them, like, you know, stab themselves or anything like that. That would be obviously harmful to them. Um, they must make a wisdom saving throw and on a failed save. Um, and What's let's the see, DC? that would be against my... My spell DC is uh, 15. Is that the, the thing I would need, or would it be my spell Yeah, attack? that's what I'm looking for. And so... Oh, okay. You see, you see this orc wriggles out onto, um, onto the roof, and it turns around for just a second. Make a perception check, please. All right, uh, 15 plus 1, 16. So just for a split second, the face of this, of this creature turns around and looks at you, and the face of Igmat Yazi is staring back at you, but not in the same clothes that you left him. And does he uh, stop, or does he keep going? He keeps going. Ah, fuck. Let's roll initiative. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, 10 plus 8, 18. All right, Falk. Go ahead, buddy. All right. <laughs> How much of a lead on me uh, does he have? So he just disappeared around the left to, of the window, and it's about mm-hmm. a 15-foot room. And so you would guess not that much of a lead, no. Okay, and then uh, we're on the second story, of course. So um... Correct. And it looks like there's like a little overhang of roof that he's currently running across. All right, well, uh, I'll, I'll run up and, and jump out the window after him. All right, make, make me an acrobatics check. So, um, does the, the girdle of leaping, now that I have it, uh, put on the right way, um, help me with the plus two to acrobatics here? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, so three plus two. Five. Okay. (laughs) So, (laughs) so you go and you're running and you kind of tear around the side of, uh, of this bath and you can feel the heat of the fire emanating around your body. And you go to try and, like, dive through this window, but your arcane battery that's on your back gets kind of caught and wedged in the window a little bit. And so you're trying to turn yourself, like, either which way and wriggle your way out this window. And you eventually are able to, but you can see that this orc is currently tearing his way um, across this roof. And he's about to turn left and continue... um, around to the other side of this uh, of this building. And so you're currently um, standing you're currently standing on the roof. Uh, you've gotten through the window, but he has kind of sprinted off around the uh, corner. So like right, he went um, to the left out the window and you got you're currently facing towards that direction that he went and he just went around the other side of the building now if that makes sense. I'm gonna yell out. <laughs> Eggman, stop what, stop what you're doing. Um, get outside now and run after yourself. 
Okay, so real Igmit, why don't you roll me a perception check? Alrighty. Where is Igmit? Is he upstairs? No, he's down. Ta- he's currently down, marveling at the man in black. Nineteen. And where is Boris? Boris is next to Igmit. So Igmit, you your ears perk up for a second, and you hear you hear the sound of running coming from upstairs towards the outside of the building, and then you hear uh-huh. Falk's voice yell, "Igmit, get yeah. off your ass and go and chase Igmit." Wooden tarnation, and then I I run out the door. You're gonna um, go out the front door of the tavern. Then? Yes, uh, I run okay. out the front door uh, and uh, quickly turn uh, where towards where I heard the footsteps. So you you look up onto the roof. There's like a large overhang uh-huh. that uh, that covers the porch of this tavern, and. You see a shirtless orc with no shoes on that is the spitting image of you in a mirror currently sprinting across the, uh, currently sprinting across this overhang. Uh-huh. Hmm. You'd guess that he's, he's about, he's about 15 feet up in the air on the overhang, maybe, maybe 20 feet away from you. Are there any posts I could possibly try and climb up to get onto the roof? There absolutely are. There's large wooden rough shot or rough cut four by fours that are supporting this uh that are supporting this porch cover. This awning, okay. if you will. May I make a acrobatics check? So it, athletics is climbing, so why don't you make me an oh, athletics oh. check instead? Athletic oh excuse me. That is a twenty-three. Alright. You so you run up and you plant one foot onto the railing that surrounds this porch everywhere but the stairwell and you don't even bother to put a finger onto any of these posts instead you leap straight up grab onto this awning and kind of launch yourself to the side and basically in one fluid motion you find yourself on this roof crouched down why don't you roll me an initiative roll three oh lord okay so fuck that brings us back to you all right so uh am i free of the the window now oh yeah 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 yeah. when you saw him round the corner you were free of the window okay so um and i'm i'm not on the roof but he is i'm just like on that sort of overhang thing i mean you're on a, you're on the roof as well i'm just like oh okay. so the building is three stories and so there's like there's like the roof proper for the third story, and then there's like these overhangs that uh there's like a large awning sort of overhang in the front, but in the back there's like uh like a four foot just overhang of roof that you can kind of walk on if that makes sense okay so uh yeah like I'll um take off after him um and i'll do uh i'll I'll, I'll just dash okay. So you round one corner and you're on the side of the building and then you round another corner and you're on the front on this large awning area and you can see Igmat is crouched on the, uh, he's crouched on the roof, just kind of perched there and you can see other Igmat without a shirt on and he's currently, he's currently tearing down this awning towards where the, the horses are hitched up. There's a bunch of horses hitched up in the, like right corner of, or of the front of this building, mm-hmm. and so 
Uh, Falk, you used yours with a dash. Do you have any uh, bonus action that you want to do? Uh, I don't believe I have anything that would really be useful in a bonus okay. action. So this orc sprints as fast as he possibly can, and he launches himself into the air and whistles and... <laughs> <laughs> And so he goes, you see one of the horses um, wasn't fully tied off um, at its reins and it kind of pulls away and starts to about face. And this orc leaps into the air and looks like he's trying to position himself to land onto this horse. But he lands a lot harder than than he maybe anticipated. <laughs> and you hear this high-pitched groan as he then <laughs> rolls off the side of this horse. And... Uh, and falls to the ground. Igmet, what would you okay. like to do? Um, I I quickly stand up and uh, jump off uh, towards him. Um, and can Why I don't try you give and me an acrobatics check? Okay. Yeah. Twenty. Okay. And what do you want to What do you want to do? You just want to land on the ground and keep trying to chase him, or like, what's the goal? Land on the ground and uh, chase him, yes. Okay, so you were a ways behind him, so you kind of you kind of get up from the sprinter's start position that you were crouched down into, and you leap into the air, and when your feet make connection with the ground, you kind of tuck your legs a little bit and roll with the momentum of it, and so you don't actually cause any damage to yourself. And you're not far away from where this orc is currently laying on the ground, and he's kind of rolling from side to side, grabbing onto his ribs. Um, Falk, uh -huh. it is your turn. You are at the uh, you are at the far corner. You would you would guess that you're somewhere between like seventy or eighty feet away from where this orc and where Igmet are. Well, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna climb down the roof because uh, I don't. Um, I don't have the sort of constitution that an orc would have, and um, <laughs> and then exhaust my movement towards uh, both of them trying to catch up. Okay, so why don't you give me an athletics check for that climb down? Don't roll a one. Okay, uh, it's a fourteen plus. Uh, let's see, athletics two. Oh, plus the extra two for my girdle, my my jock strap. Okay, so <laughs> you actually. You actually surprise yourself with your athleticism here. You kind of you kind of swing down and keep both hands on the edge of this awning and just plop one foot for a little bit of stability onto the railing and then drop yourself down the rest of the way. And while you do still land kind of hard, you don't cause any damage to yourself and it was again much more athletic than than you're used to being able to pull off. And so you're you're within 20 feet of both Igmets right now, which now the shirtless Igmet gets up and he tries to mount the horse who is kind of sort of bucking and stuff like that. Um, but he managed to, manages to, you know, he's like, whoa, whoa, and, and gets the horse under control. And it starts to gallop away from you guys. You're still, you're still within like 25 feet, Igmet. So go ahead and take your turn. I take a knee and like, 
as fast as I can. I pull the bow off my back, knock an arrow, and aim straight for the horse's head. Okay, so what I'm going to do, I'm not going to give you disadvantage for it, but I am going to give you a minus two, because you just, you know, got yourself from, like, a jumping and leaping position, and you're kind of scrambling to get your bow out, and so I'm going to say that your shot isn't maybe as good as it would normally be, and so go ahead and roll that attack, but you get a minus two on this one. Oh, you're going to called shot for the horse's head, though, aren't you? Yes. Okay, so that's actually going to be a minus six. Ooh, okay. Because it's galloping away from you, so you know what I mean? Like, you don't have a huge window to hit it from. No, no, I totally get it. All right, 14. Um, okay, you you get down on your knee, you knock your arrow, and you start to steady your aim, and you loose the arrow, and it starts to scream in the direction towards the horse, and you're positive that you that you uh, that you cut off a couple of the hairs from the horse's mane, but it just barely misses anything vital on on this beast as it uh, continues its gallop. Falk, yeah, you are it. about fifty. You are about fifty or fifty-five feet away right now. What would you like to do? I usually keep um, shocking grasp like uh, rounds the the black rounds uh, loaded in my pistol for uh, first shot. Just to um, kind of buzz him a little bit. And so I'm just going to take a, a shot at him with it. So uh, I'll do the the meta magic to um, to be able to, you know, cast it at a longer range. And then I, I just shoot. And um, okay, that is a uh, 16 plus 7. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and roll damage. And I am aiming for the horse, too. I want to, like, basically make it bleed so we can follow the trail. And also gotcha. slow down their uh, pursuit there. So, ten points of damage. All right. You see as the horse kind of convulses for a second. And you think that it might go down um, because you see that its, its hooves don't quite catch the dirt and it stumbles. But then it manages to regain its balance and continues at a full gallop. But you're positive that uh, that you saw a little bit of blood also um, burst out from it at this distance as uh, as this orc and this horse continue their full gallop away. Igmet, he's he's about 200 feet away at this point. That's out of my take a shot with your bow. Well, you could take a shot, but it's going to be a disadvantage. I absolutely try to take the shot. All right, so roll twice, take the lower lower result. So t- 17. 17. Are you going for the horse or for the orc? For the horse. That's a hit. That's a hit. 11, 13, uh, 17. Okay. You see the you see, so you knock your arrow, you steady your aim for a second, you let loose at, at quite a large arc, and you watch as the arrow begins to make its ascent and then descent, and it connects directly in the neck of this horse, and the horse immediately flips forward. You watch this orc fly a solid ten feet through the air before tumbling onto the ground. Um, Falk. 
It is your turn. You are 250 feet away from this horse and right. probably 260 from this guy. So of the horses that are tied up near us, um, is one of them um, Donnie that I, that I named after the one that we took from the orcs before? Yeah, sure. Okay. I, I'm, I'm saddling up on Donnie and I'm going to try to, uh, you know, get over there. Make me an animal handling check. I would just like to point out that's actually Donnie 2. Well, of course. Which is technically Donnie but, um, 3. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, let's see, what's my animal handling? Oh, only plus one. So, 11. You managed to get Donnie um, into position. It, it's not quite as graceful or as quick as maybe you would like it to be. But you manage to get him into position, and uh, he gets a full move um, down the way. So you're you're probably a hundred and ninety feet away from this horse now, at the downed horse at this point. All right. And then you see that this orc he leaps up and then starts to sprint off towards the uh, buildings to the left. And disappears behind one of them. Oh, I thought he was like running out of town, like he was away from all the the buildings. Yeah, he's cur- so basically you guys. So like, uh, if you you probably don't have the map anywhere nearby. Um, so the way that he is heading, he is heading in like a northeast bearing, and so he's got to oh, go okay. past the mansion and all of that good stuff before he can get fully out of town. I'm going to send you guys another picture of this map just so you can kind of have that. Yeah, I I plan to pursue them to the best of my ability. You see that basically that shadow that um, I'm creating with my cord is kind of the path that he's taking. Obviously, he's not going through any buildings, but so like he had to he had to go past the Godfrey General Store and in between... um, in between uh, Portnoy's gunsmithing, and now he's basically, uh, basically, you saw him disappear behind the Fillmore Mansion. Would you say he's running at a pace uh, out of the ordinary for a typical orc? He's very fast. Okay, but well, why don't you go ahead and make me an insight check? All right, a thirteen. You know that that orcs can tend to be pretty fast. And so you're not really necessarily surprised. Um, you think that this is probably just a more athletic than normal orc. All right. Because you're a more athletic than normal or, normal orc. And so if it's you, that actually mm. makes sense. Right. Okay. But it's your turn. What would you like to do, uh, Igmet? Am I close to the horses? Uh, or Yeah, you could turn uh, around and grab a horse. You're a little bit beyond uh, them, but yeah, you could easily turn around and grab a horse. Yeah, I, um, I run for a horse and, and uh, hop onto it. All right, make me an animal handling check, please. Seven. <sighs> okay, so again, like basically the same thing that happened to Falk where, you know, you... You get it into position to start galloping, but it takes just longer than than you would like it to. Mm. And so you're you're behind Falk by probably a good twenty feet. 
um, galloping hard towards uh, the Fillmore Mansion. Okay. Volk, what are you doing? Uh, I'm going to continue to pursue him. Um, has he left any sort of tracks in the in the ground that I could sort of follow since he ducked behind the building? So um, you exhaust a lot of your movement getting up to the uh, the downed horse that is currently kicking and whinnying. And I mean, this thing doesn't look like it's much longer for the world and it's in a ton of pain. Um, why don't you go ahead and make me a survival check? But you are going to be taking extra time to be tracking as opposed to just, you know what I mean, barreling ahead. All right. Um, not great. Uh, seven plus one, eight. So you you remember that he definitely went around behind the mansion. You're having trouble uh, piecing out the the tracks, though, because it seems as though many people have been through this area, and it's hard to tell barefoot from shoed and things like that. And so that's going to be the orc's turn. Okay. Uh, Falk, go ahead and make me a perception check. Oh, um, 19 plus 1, 20, dirty 20. All right. You are spending some time staring at the ground and trying to figure out, uh, exactly where this guy went. And that's when you notice a set of tracks that, um, that has the distinct markings of what must be toes in front of the heavier part of the impression. And so that looks to be your barefoot track. And so you're pretty positive. I threw you a bone there because I know you're a lot better at perception. (laughs) (laughs) But I am going to say, though, that that's going to take part of your turn next turn. And so I'm probably only going to give you a little bit less movement. Um, So Igmet's probably going to be able to catch up to you pretty easily if... uh, if he stays hard riding on that horse. Okay, probably for the better. I would like to keep both of them in my uh in my field of vision if possible. <laughs> gotcha. So Igma, uh, you you get up to the area where the dead horse is at, and you can see that Falk is he's knelt down on the ground and he's inspecting some tracks that he kind of points over towards behind the Fillmore mansion. Well, I I look towards where he's pointing and just ride as hard as I can, uh, kick my horse, and uh, try and get there as fast, fast as possible. All right, so you manage to round the uh, round the backside of this uh, of this mansion, and if you guys recall, this entire property is surrounded by a stone wall, and when you round the corner, you expect to see an orc, but make me a perception check. Right. Wow, I just got a 20. Oh, shit. Uh, 22. Wow. I think that's the first 20 I've rolled. Um, you... You actually look over and you're kind of looking around trying to figure out where this guy might have went, and you can see that some of the mortar on this stone wall next to you um, looks like it's been displaced. So we're on the outside of the wall, right? Correct. Okay. Um, yeah, I I ride towards that spot of the wall. Yeah, it looks like 
It looks like the mortar was disturbed um, in in fairly regular intervals going up this 10-foot wall. Really? Huh. Uh, how far away from the wall am I now? You're right up on it. You're. This is the end of your movement. If you want to try and go over the wall, I would let you, but then I'm going to go to Falk. I try and uh, climb up the wall, I guess, for the last of my movement. Why don't you go ahead and roll me an athletics check? 17. And then a perception, please. Six. So you get up to the top of this wall, nowhere near as effortlessly as when you swung up onto that awning, but you're perched at the top of this wall and you're kind of scanning the area. And you can see that there are there are two of these these guards in their in their black hats and their black dusters. And they've got their instead of having their their scatter guns in the crooks of their arms, they've got them at the ready, pointed down in in both hands. And they're mm-hmm. they're kind of scanning the area, and it looks like they're moving and looking for something. Um, Falk. What would you like to do? And you can see Igmet on top of the wall. You can see him stand perched up there. Okay. Um, at first, I, I sort of pull back on the reins so the horse uh, comes to the stop. And then I turn around and um, go back towards the uh, the gate. I'm going to go like inside the, the wall, but not going to try to climb over. So I am going to be taking away some of your movement because you had to get off the horse in order to find these tracks. Oh, okay. And so, um, let's say that you just rounded the corner to the front then, and uh, next turn you'll be able to burst through the gates on that horse. All right. All right. And so... So, Igmit, you... You see these guys, um, they're continuing to do a sweep around, um, around the other side of the mansion from where you're at. So you're kind of in the you're kind of in like the top right corner of the perimeter of the Fillmore Mansion, and they're going around they're going around the mansion in a way that would obscure your vision. Does that make sense? Yes. So there are okay. none of the guardsmen within uh, proximity to me. Yes, sir. They just went around the corner of the building, and so you would have you okay. would have a really good. Uh, opportunity to make a break towards the mansion okay uh yeah i um i try and uh jump off the wall uh hopefully um without harming myself uh, no problem igmat's a badass okay Um, do you do you want to use a full sprint do you want to try and sneak like what's your plan um well, it's just a courtyard of stones, isn't it? Yep. Hmm. I I just make a full sprint for it. There's there's no point in trying to hide if if it's okay. So uh, you're up onto the mansion. Then you could go like there. You're basically right up against the walls, and you could start peering into windows next turn. Because um, the okay. courtyard, it's fairly sizable, but you're fast and fleet of foot. So you managed to make it up to uh, up to the mansion, Falk. All right. You are you've just burst into into the front gate, and uh, why don't you roll me a perception check? Ah, oh, Jesus. 
seven plus one, eight. Okay. So you can see that there are more of those guards. And same thing as with uh, what I told Igmet. They, they've got their shotguns out at the ready. And they seem to be searching for something. And they're going around the left of the mansion. And, uh, and it looks like they're about to go around the corner and be obscured from view. Uh, there are there are four of them out front, though, all searching together. All right. Um, when I burst through the the gate and notice the the guards there and stuff, I at least yell to them. Um, Make sure you only shoot the one without a shirt on. They uh, look over at you and kind of pause for a second, and you see one of them raises up his uh, raises up his shotgun, but the other one kind of like pushes the barrel down towards the dirt. And he says something that you can't quite hear to the other guard, and you just hear back, "All right." And they go back to uh, they go back to scanning the scanning the area. And uh, I'll just like exhaust my movement towards uh, now that I'm inside the gate, but still go towards the back of the mansion, like around where the area would have been on the wall. You're about halfway in between the gate and and the mansion itself. Then. Oh, okay. This ain't gonna end well. I can feel it. <laughs> Just don't take your shirt off. <laughs> don't let him take your shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Igmet. What yes, would you sir. like to do, sir? Um, I climb up onto one of the windowsills and try and find a... Uh, a latch that I can try and open, uh, some some way of opening the window without uh, damaging his property. So you you have a dagger and you're fairly skilled at sliding it in between to kind of knock up these latches that are on the inside from mm-hmm. from a period of your life that you're not as proud of, let's say, mm-hmm. and. Uh, mm-hmm. So why don't you make me a sleight of hand check because you can get into any of these windows. 18. Oh yeah. You slide in that dagger and it immediately uh it immediately catches on this latch and pops it open and you can push this window open. Or I'm sorry, you All can right. pull it out towards you. It pulls out towards you. I um I pull it out and uh I jump in but try and be quiet. Can I, okay, so can I roll for stealth? You absolutely can roll for stealth. 20. Okay. 20. So you you get into this room and you kind of pat, you drop yourself softly onto the ground and you take stock of your situation and you look around and this entire room is just lined with shelves that have books on them. And in the center of the room, on top of this large red rug, is an incredibly ornate oaken desk with um, with uh, an oil lamp sitting um, in the corner of one of the desks, and then a decanter filled with a brown liquid. And off to your right is a door exiting this uh, exiting this room, and you hear whistling as. as the slick-backed, the slick-backed-haired man named Rodriguez that you met earlier, the manservant for uh, Elmer Fillmore, he's uh-huh. 
he's got a feather duster in his hand and he's currently just kind of going around and dusting off um, various statues and accoutrements that are in this room. And uh, he doesn't appear to have spotted you yet, though. Falk, what are you doing? I continue to ride towards the back of the mansion where I last saw uh, Igmet climbing over the wall. Okay, so you get around um, you get around the side of the building. This would be the left-hand side of it. And you see all six of these black, uh, these people that are clad in black uh, uniforms. They've got their shotguns back in the crooks of their arms. And a couple of them have their hats off and they're scratching their heads and kind of looking around in disbelief. And one of them looks over at you and goes, did you see where he went? I was going to ask you the same thing. It's like he up and vanished. Yeah. Um, I, I like look down the, the length of the wall and, um, and also like down the length of the, the mansion to see if I can notice anything. Um, Go ahead and roll a perception. All right. Oh, God. Five. Man, the sun um, must be out <laughs> right now. It's actually starting to get late in the day, and the way that the uh, the way that the sun is setting, it's very bright. Because um, technically, the wall that you would be facing would be west, and so it actually makes perfect sense. You you're just having trouble seeing anything right now. It's very very bright, and uh, just the angle of the sun is making it almost impossible. All right. <laughs> Well, I'm just sort of marching my horse around then, just kind of trying to look. Okay. Um, a couple of the guards kind of follow along with you with their guns at the ready, just trying to be an extra set of eyes. But unless you say anything to them, they stay pretty quiet. All right. Igmet, what would you like to do, sir? Um, You know what? I'm just going to take the bull by the horns. Uh, I stand up and I yell into the feller. I say, "Feller, what are you doing in here? What? There, there's. I lost my accent. There's an imposter. Someone's trying to look just like me, and I'm pretty sure he's up here in your in your boss's house." Oh, well, okay, um, uh, I'll go get Mr. Fillmore. It's an orc with his shirt off, and I hold my hands up just to show I have no ill intentions. He kind of looks at you funny, and he he keeps his eyes on you the whole time as he backs Uh up to the door and kind of grabs the knob with his hand behind his back. And, like, opens it up, and then as soon as he gets out of the doorframe, he slams the door behind him, and you can hear heavy footfalls as he sprints away. Okay. Falk? All right. Um, I continue to uh, look around that outside perimeter for any sort of um, clue of what's going on. So you you make your way around to the front and when you get there uh 
you meet back up with the other three who are um who are kind of standing around talking and like yeah that was that was crazy i mean not often that you get orcs just trespassing on the property you know what i mean just kind of having small talk and they look up at you guys and say find anything uh no um I mean, obviously, we're looking for the shirtless orc, but did you happen to see the one with the shirt on either? We're looking for two now? Ah, oh, Christ. Uh, already Christ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess so. Just remember, don't shoot the one with his shirt on. All right, so you... The five of them begin to kind of spread back out a little bit, and, uh... He says, well, one of them kind of looks at you and he takes his hat off and he goes, what, what do you think the best way to, to position ourselves would be? Uh, I would say, um, one of you is at each one of the corners, um, and make sure you can always keep a, an eye on each other. And then, uh, how many of them are there? Uh, there are five by you right now. All right. Five. Um. Uh, other than that, um, one of you at that gate there, do not move from that gate. Make sure that, um, the only people that come and go are, um, nobody. (laughs) (laughs) He says, uh, all right, well, if you see Bill, um, you, you just let him know that, uh, that Steve said he should follow whatever orders you give him. All right, and uh, I'm going to go inside the house after this. Okay, in the front door? Yep. Okay, so you walk into the front door, and um, you see Rodriguez is walking down the stairwell, and uh, Elmer is following behind him, and he looks mildly perturbed, and Rodriguez is like, No, no, the... the the half orc man. He's he's in he's in the study for some reason. I don't I don't know. He broke in, and uh, Elmer's just kind of shaking his head, and he looks up at you and goes, "Agent Smolder." Yes, you're back. Unfortunately, yes. Uh, as he said, uh, my compatriot is trying to find another half orc. Uh, it it looks like his spitting image. Um, just without a shirt on as uh, odd as that sound and he doesn't have any shoes on but we believe that he hopped your wall and is now in your mansion and so we gotta find him well shit alright let me, let me go and get my boys together and I'll have them help you with the search alright yeah I got your, your boys outside pretty well organized and uh, if they see anything they'll know what to do Okay, um, so you're inside for a little bit, and you're kind of searching around. Why don't you go ahead and make me an investigation check? Oh, natural 20. Okay. It's about time. So you're going through, and uh, as you're kind of looking through um, areas, you know, you're opening up cabinets and whatnot in the in the kitchen and then Mr. Fillmore comes in to the, the stairwell area and he's got 
all of uh he's got all six guards with him and you're kind of looking at all of them and something just seems off like like one of them seems new mm. so uh man i really wish tom was here <laughs> he probably had better magic for Actually, this sort of thing that is going to bring me because we're kind of out of initiative. So I'm going to go over to Tom. So Tom, you're walking out of the general store. Where do you want to go? Uh, back to the hotel tavern place. Okay. So you're heading, uh, you're heading towards the crossing house and you swing open the double doors. And Andrea is currently washing a glass behind the, uh, behind the bar there's a couple of miners off in the corner and they're drinking and kind of laughing to themselves and whatnot getting drunker as time goes on and andrea looks up at you and she goes you just missed your friends i'm clearly in a better mood with my change of clothes and i flicker a gold coin that's all right you got that bath ready she kind of like looks really really uh paranoid (laughs) for a second (laughs) and goes um, y- yeah, it's upstairs at the end of the hall. Thanks. And then I walk out the door. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you going? I don't know. I just wanted to repeat the scene. <laughs> okay. You know what? What time of, uh, what's the time of day right now? You'd guess around five o'clock in the afternoon. So it's going to be getting dark sometime soon. Yep. Uh, I'd like to go pick up a rock about the size of a golf ball, and then I'm going back into the tavern. I'm just going to pocket it for now. Yeah, no problem. Okay. There's plenty. Um, so that brings us back to you, Falk. All right. Um, so, uh, yeah, I get this uneasy feeling from, um, you know, these the extra person. I like. I can tell that something just doesn't seem right. Um, and, uh, I sneeze. <laughs> uh, what did they do? Did any of them go, God bless you? Or Ernie bless you? Uh, Elmer does. He says, yeah, Elmer goes, Ernie bless you, sir. And none of the soldier, or none of the, uh, his staff did? Um, high or low? Uh, I'll go high. Uh, no, they do not. Shit. <laughs> so, uh, and I say that out loud. I'm like, shit. <laughs> and, uh, I, I look at all six of these guys, and um, are any of them avoiding eye contact with me? No. Uh, as a matter of fact, they're all they're all looking at you incredibly concerned, and uh, and just kind of weirded out. All right. Uh, Hold on, Igmet. What would you like to be doing? What are you doing right now? Um, because you can hear like you can hear activity going on right outside of this uh, room that you're in. All right. I uh, I open the door to the room and walk out with my hands up, hands up, and look around. You can see that uh, Falk is inspecting the six guards 
Um, and Elmer is, everybody is looking at him quizzically, including Elmer and Rodriguez. They're all kind of standing around in, uh, in the stairwell area at the bottom of the stairs. All right. I yell to him. I say, Falk, what in tarnation is going on? Oh, nothing. I got this, uh. <laughs> what do you mean? Um, I turn back over <laughs> towards Elmer Fillmore. And I'm like, uh, Mr. Fillmore, you are a son of a bitch. And I step towards him, like, kind of lunging. And I see what all the um, other um, six bodyguards do. They all raise up their scatter guns. Um, all six of them? <laughs> Shit. Yes, all six of them. Fuck. <laughs> uh, just playing. Uh, I, I, I have reason to believe that one of your men is... Um, is is probably using a, a an illusion spell, and is actually the the orc. Do you have detect magic? No, I don't. Ah. That's why I was switching. You know Tom who does here. have detect magic? <laughs> yes, exactly. Why don't you make me an Arcana check? All right, uh, Arcana. Well, I'm good in Arcana. Eleven plus five, so sixteen. You can tell that there is some sort of an enchantment on Elmer's pistol, and you you get the faint magical energy of both your guns and the battery. But other than that, you you can't really see or feel any magical residue. Mr. Fillmore, do any of your uh, security guys look um, look out of sorts to you, or do you recognize all of them? He looks. Uh, he looks at all of them and he says, I don't believe that there's anything amiss. Well, uh, sorry to bother you then. Um, be on, uh, high alert and, and, you know, keep your eye on you and protect yourself because, uh, something's not right here. Yes, sir. I do appreciate y'all being so vigilant. Have a good evening. Uh, come on, Igmet. Um, let's go. All right. You guys head toward back towards the tavern, then. Yeah. Yes. So you guys get back into the town square, and you can see Tom is out front smoking. Or are you actually in taking your bath now? Oh, I would. I would jump at the tub. Okay. Sure is breezy in here, and I shut the window. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah you guys get back at the crossing house and um when you get inside the uh when you get inside of the inn there is the miners still drinking um in the corner andrea is behind the bar um but no man in black damn it <laughs> uh well um i walk in and Order up some food. And I, I, I um, turned to Igmet like, uh, man, like, we almost had him. Is it, like, yep. do you know who that was? Look just like me, but I have no idea. There ain't no half-orcs around here but me. I mean, you never heard of having a brother or something like that? No. Nope. I don't have one. Uh, 
had to be some sort of spell then. He's disguising himself as you. So, Tom, you can end your bath and go downstairs at any point now. All right. Andrea comes over and she, uh, she hands you guys, um, your preferred drinks. He hands a whiskey to Igmet and, or she hands a whiskey to Igmet and hands a, uh, a wine to you, Falk. And then she serves you, uh, you guys each thick, thick cuts of beef, um, with some potatoes on the side. Hell yeah. And when you guys go to get out your money, she looks at you and says, now, we can't, I can't rightly be charging you for nothing going forward. Y'all are, y'all are like the protectors here now. Well, uh, thank you kindly, um, for the, the lodging and, and the food. Ain't, ain't no problem at all. I'm, ha- I'm, thank you for, for driving off that, that man. I come in and I take a seat. Well, uh, you missed a lot. <laughs> Pardon me, waitress, lady. Uh, what do you know about that guitar player? Mr. Wyatt? Has he... Have you ever spoken with him? Does he come by often? Sometimes he'll come and play a song or two and leave. Sometimes he'll play all night. Miners love him. Mm. So I usually just let him get up on stage when he shows. Something strange about that man. How long's he been coming around? I'd say Mr. Wyatt's been... Shit. Five years? Okay. Miss Andrea, can he play Red River Valley? (laughs) (laughs) I I can't say I've rightly requested it, but... Most things we request, he seems to be able to play. Speaking of requests, do you mind if I get a whiskey? She uh she nods at you and immediately pulls out a pulls out a highball glass and fills it up three quarters of the way and says, I'm the house, sir. So what have you been what so what have you boys been up to you? I like how I repeated that and I still fumbled it. <laughs> 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 well at least we can leave it in now that you said that. Well uh <laughs> Oddly enough, I was chasing around him, but uh, with his shirt off. Hmm? I don't understand Ch- it. Chased him all the way to the to Fillmore's mansion in there. <laughs> you went back to Fillmore's mansion? Yeah, we killed a horse, too. <laughs> yeah, for real, though. Um, I-, I think someone's got some sort of uh, shape-changing ability or something, and... Things are, are getting mighty weird. And, uh, wouldn't surprise me if, you know, something happens up there real soon. But, uh, we searched the place high and low. We didn't find anything. You best sleep with one eye open. You boys planning on turning in soon? Yeah, I think we should. I wasn't planning on staying up much longer after dinner. Supper. <laughs> <laughs> you guys get mildly tipsy, maybe a little bit more so, and eventually stumble back to your rooms. And if you recall, um, two of you are going to have to bunk up in in each room because there were only two rooms left. 
And so Boris and somebody and then two other people in the other room. And so, Falk, you will have a much easier time stealing the boots of whoever ends up being your roommate. All right. What are you doing? Um, <laughs> wouldn't you like to know? So who's going to stay in the same room as Falk? Is it going to be Tom and Falk together then? I'll stay with I'll stay with Boris. I made a very clear point that I didn't want to sleep with Falk, and then I got stuck with him. <laughs> <laughs> That's how the good old folk magic works. <laughs> <laughs> so, folk, you wait a solid, like, half an hour or so after everybody else goes to bed, and you just kind of stay up, sipping on uh, sipping on your wine. And uh, I've been, like, reloading ammo and stuff, too, and, like, you know, kind okay. of using, you know, all that kind of stuff. Perfect. So... You hear you hear Tom start to snore, and so you go and make your way over to the trunk at the foot of his bed, and you, when you open it, you think at first that it's going to creak loudly, but you, you manage to open it in just a way that uh, it makes only the slightest of noise, and inside you see Tom's boots. I grab them among his other clothes and things. Okay. And so, where do you want to hide Tom's boots for now? Oh, I just take them over to my workbench and um, make some modifications to them. Okay, so why don't you make me an Arcana check? All right, like 13 plus um, Arcana 5, so 18. Okay. And so you are going to utilize some of your materials as well. How much gold do you have? Uh, on me? Yeah. <laughs> only like... Because um, I only got like 200 silver out and then like I spent some of it. So you actually run downstairs and uh, make a few um, requests from Andrea and... They're kind of odd ones, like, you're like, oh, well, you know, do you have, uh, do you have, like, any, any old, uh, any old bones? And you have to grind up the bones to dust, and basically what I'm saying is, is that you are now out of money. Okay, uh, I had 130 to, uh, silver. complete this. All right, okay. so yeah, you're completely out of money in order to, right. uh, complete this enchantment. But yeah, you right, absolutely cool. managed to, uh, to complete that. On, on Tom's boots, but you are out of resources to try and do it on any other ones. All right, and then, like, uh, I I don't even bother um, placing them back in the trunk. I just put them on top of the trunk. <laughs> Actually, this kind of worked out well because I was going to point out that uh, knowing Igment as well as I do, he would definitely sleep in his boots. So... <laughs> <laughs> that's fair i totally believe that about eggman is that he would sleep in his own goddamn boots um are you done chris yeah okay uh i want to say that the boots make a thunk on the trunk and i i kind of sleepily roll over mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, there's a bump uh, on her thunk in the trunk, <laughs> the hole in the bottom of the sea. <laughs> I'm half asleep, but I say, 
uh, I didn't want to ask you out there, but, uh, are we alone right now? I mean, uh, are we ever really alone in the grace of Ernie? (laughs) 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 I don't care if he hears, uh. What what the hell are we going to do with those cards? Uh, <laughs> I say we just don't mention them, uh, really to anyone at this point. And, uh, we gotta try to keep them safe and, uh, keep them hidden. Where? You're not packing them around uh, with you, are you? Well, I mean, you know me. I, I would, you know, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you patted your breast pocket, like, as you said that. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we should bury them in the mines with that statue. Mm. Leave them for someone else to deal with at another time. You know those things could completely end our world, right? Yep. (laughs) Like all of existence? (laughs) Maybe we could bury them somewhere. Maybe. Well, We'll have to see. But, uh, as for right. <laughs> if you've been enjoying LCP D&D and would like to support us, we would be honored to receive a review on iTunes or even the various other podcast platforms. If you so fancy, you can also support us by pledging any amount of money at patreon.com slash lostcontext. But regardless of what you do, we're happy to have you with us, and we would enjoy having you in our growing community on Twitter and Discord. Send us a message on any of our social media platforms and we can get you a Discord invite to our server. We hang out, post memes, talk about the podcast, and even run D&D campaigns some nights in which you could jump in and play with us. You can follow LCP D&D on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, as well as each of us individually. Tim Demuse, our Dungeon Master, is on Twitter as at IdaGrabYourGun. Chris Riley, who plays Falk, is on Twitter as at ChrisRileyLCP. Wesley Sullivan, who plays Igmet, is on Twitter as at WideWideWes. And I, Brian Bridges, the player of Tom, am on Twitter as at ManlyBrian and Instagram as Brian underscore Bridges. I hope you enjoyed this episode. We'll see you on the next one.